sexy mother. S to the S. Welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about The Morning Papers from the album I'm calling Love Symbol. Uh, recorded in December 1991 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October 1992. On the track, it is Prince and the MPG. Uh, Michael B. on the drums, Sonny T. on bass, Levi on rhythm, uh, Tommy Barbarella on keyboards, and then you have the horns, Michael B. Nelson, Kathy and Dave Jensen, Brian Gallagher, and Steve Strand. The song is uh, 3 minutes 57, and joining me to talk about this today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. I want to say that this song is, to me, I don't know, it feels like just a pop song. You know, there's a kind of bit of a ballad element, um, but then later in the song it kind of becomes a bit of a sing-along uh, with the la-la-las. Um, yeah. And, you know, it kind of just it just kind of has like, a, I mean, I guess maybe it's like a kind of a, a crowd pleaser at a concert. You know, it's like something that, you know, the crowd will sing along with. I don't know how you feel about that. I, I mean, I could definitely see it as a pop song. But this song always kind of reminds me of like almost like a musical sense, like a song you'll hear in like a musical. One of those kind of like start off kind of sappy songs that just kind of grows into something with the i can i can hear that yeah i could hear i could hear it being in a in a you know a prince jukebox musical maybe <laughs> yeah. you know something uh, like just that just before just before the end of act two maybe yeah um <laughs> it starts off a little soppy he realized that she was new to the piano <laughs> something morning papers bing, 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 yeah in it um <laughs> it it just feels like a progression of a musical song if like you know if you said if he was just writing a musical I don't know if he was writing that ballet at the time he was doing this. I know he wrote some kind of ballet, like the Thunder Ballet or something like that. I was going to say at this particular point, yeah, I think there were a couple of projects that kind of would fit into that musical kind of style that he was probably uh, experimenting with. Now, I feel like there's something that we have to address in the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> which is... <laughs> um <laughs> okay uh, the kind of the op- the opening the opening couple of lines let's say and and it's worth saying as well the prince there's no this this is one of the very few songs where prince like literally comes in before the band and he's almost breathless in the way that he sings the opening line that's the thing that i always remember about the morning papers is that kind of sharp intake of breath as prince sings the first line yeah <laughs> where he's like he realized, and it's like so kind of like straight in. Um, and the, the kind of first couple of lines are, he realized that she was new to love, naive in every way, every schoolboy's fantasy she was. That's why he had to wait. Um, now, at this particular time, Prince, you know, yeah. Maite had joined the band and Prince was, you know, um, I don't think he was quite dating Maite at this time. I don't think that would happen for about an, another kind of six months or so. Uh, and that was for good reason, which is because she was extremely young. Yes. In fact, you might say that she was new to love and naive in every way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's why he had to wait. Like, it's a kind of really weirdly autobiographical kind of couple of lines that Prince sticks at the front here. Um, you know, talking about, um, I mean, <laughs> he says this in in Love to the Nines where, um, you know, they have the kind of questionnaire. And when asked her age, uh, Maite replies, jail bait. 
And that's what this feels like, these kind of opening couple of lines. It feels like Prince is almost admitting that she's too young for him and he's having to wait. You know, those lines kind of, if you're listening to the song, I don't think you really particularly kind of bump on those lines. Mm -hmm. They just kind of go past because Prince is kind of singing them so breathlessly at the start. Yeah. Um, And then he also kind of gets into, the rest of the song kind of of builds up so quickly that you don't really kind of notice. Um, But yeah, it's an odd kind of like subject for Prince to start the song on. Yeah, and then it um, kind of progresses and then he eventually gets to the wise age more than a number when it comes yeah. to love. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> wait a sec, what's this? What's this about? Especially yeah. for that time period. I enjoy the song a lot, but that's always just something to you know think about is how like strangely autobiographical it is especially for a guy that um, oftentimes will like kind of scrap stuff if he thinks it's too like personal for him. Like... The original Old Friends for Sale or um, Wally, where he just thought they were a little bit too real. So he just yeah. um, scrapped them. It's worth saying that, you know, um, when Prince started recording the album, My Tape was 18. Yes. Um, and, you know, by the time this album came out, she was 19. And Prince didn't really start dating her until she was 20. Um, so there was never any suggestion that, that you know, Prince uh, was, was kind of dating her when she was underage or anything. Yes. And even on um, Maite herself and in, um, like, everything that she's, like, said, Prince's passing and after Prince's passing has been that he was very respectful of her and her age and that he didn't push yeah. any boundaries until um, she was of the rightful age. So And, you know, um, I mean... It, when Prince does say, why is age more than a number? Maybe it's easy to kind of gloss over the fact that by the time, you know, he married Maite, he was 37 and she was 22. And, you know, that 15 year gap, that is, that feels like quite a large gap. Yeah. Um, you know, most of Prince's kind of girlfriends before Maite um, had been kind of either his his age or, you know, a year younger at most. Um, you know, he hadn't really kind of dated anyone uh, who was significantly younger. Um, so it is kind of interesting that he kind of puts that in these opening two lines. Yeah. Um, although, you know, the other explanation could be that, you know, obviously this this album was intended to go with a, a film that had an overall story, um, you know, and in that Maite is playing the part of this princess. Um, and so this could be addressed from the point of view of Prince's character rather than Prince himself. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, uh, in, in that case, you know, it's just that she's young, which, you know, obviously she was 19 at the time. So, you know, it didn't really matter how old Prince was, you know, it, from the point of view of the character in this song, he's just merely pointing out that she is young. Um, but, you know, I still I still kind of like the, the the kind of the, the turn where it says if he poured his heart into a glass and offered it like, like wine. wine. Yeah. She could drink and be back in time for the morning papers. And I have no idea why all of a sudden at this particular point, Prince is kind of like talking about... <laughs> The morning papers, like it's the title of the song, and you know it comes up a few times, and I I just don't understand why this is the kind of uh, this is the kind of touchstone of this song. It just seems really weird that Prince is kind of preoccupied with the idea of, um, I mean, almost like you know, it just reminds me of um, Tony Soprano, like going down the drive to pick up the papers, like you know that that's just kind of what I think of. I don't think of Prince kind of sticking on a robe and popping down to the end of the drive at Paisley Park <laughs> and picking up papers. I mean, it's such a kind of odd thing for him to kind of name the song and kind of make it the focus. When I always thought the morning 
like papers i always just considered it as a walk of some sorts because you know later on the song i think he mentions how long was the walk for the morning papers so i always kind of envisioned it as more of like a meaningful walk and that the morning papers was just like a cool i guess just like a phrase that isn't just like we took a walk is we went (laughs) for the morning paper I, I guess I don't know. It's just one. Of, it's yeah. just one of those weird things where whenever I hear the song, I'm just like, why? Why is it about you know? Why all of a sudden is Prince talking about this? This kind of delivery that he's getting. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we get so the the horns kind of come in after that first mention of the morning papers, and Prince says they could take a walk down the ocean side. They could wish upon every wave, which is you know one of my favorite kind of princisms in this song. Um, and then he says they could find a carousel and ride or kiss in every cave. Um, and they could contemplate the entire universe or just one star or just how far was a walk for the morning papers. Um, you know, and <laughs> I don't know. It's, I just, I just kind of like how this isn't, I mean, this isn't really like a story song so much as just kind of like a list of suggestions that Prince has of things that they could possibly do. Yeah. You know, maybe go for a walk, maybe, you know, wish on a wave, ride on a carousel. Like he's just kind of seems to be throwing out ideas of what they're going to do before they go get the papers. Um, you know, um, and, and of course, I love as well how Prince says, uh, let me play it for you one time. And then we get the kind of yeah. the, the first kind of, you know, solo in this song, which is a wonderful little guitar solo. Uh, and I particularly love that as the horns kind of come in just at the end of the solo, he goes, shucks, <laughs> shucks, <laughs> uh, which, you know, yeah. it's kind of just one of our favorite touches. And then, you know, as the horns stay there, he says, why is age more than a number when it comes to love? Should we ask the ones who speculate when they don't know what it's made of? And then he kind of gets angry when he says, should we ask the moonlight on your face or the raindrops in your hair? Or should we ask the man who wrote it there in the morning papers? So all of a sudden he's kind of angry at uh, a journalist for some reason. <laughs> yeah, which um is a slight theme of the album in its skits where, um you know, the journalists or whatever were like calling him. He's like Vanessa. And then, like, it, I don't know. I've only listened to the skits like a handful of times because there's some skits yeah. that didn't make it on, and some. So I've never completely grasped the story of the Love Symbol album in its <laughs> entire purity. Uh, the thing but, is, as well, there were a few kind of little segues that were dropped from the album. Yeah. So there is some kind of overlying story that was kind of left out. Yeah. Um, to make space for kind of more songs. Um, so even if you did listen to them in their entirety, I don't think you'd still get, uh, I don't think you'd get the whole story. That's, <laughs> that's how I felt still too. Because I've, yeah. um, even with the, all the segues and all the little things, which I've um, heard in sequence before, it's still a little bit like, oh wait, okay, I had to, I always had to backtrack, like what's exactly happening. But by the time I'm done, I, I just don't really want to think about it. I was like, oh, this, this is good music. I don't see it as much of a <laughs> concept album as, I guess was the original plan. I think I think that's the issue as well. Is like you know, uh, Prince had the idea of the concept, and then he kind of ended up having to trim it back, and then it just kind of you know, it certainly I would say the second side feels kind of more uneven than the first side. The first side seems to at least in the first kind of three or four songs have a kind of a narrative idea. Yeah. Um, you know about about you know starting with my name is Prince and sexy MF, and you know if you watch the videos, you kind of see the progression of what Prince was trying to get at. Yeah, but by the back end of the album, he's kind of all over the place, and you don't really <laughs> whatever yeah. the story was, it's kind of been lost. Um, but yeah, and then we kind of get another, you know, uh, kind of uh, not a cappella, but kind of the music drops down, and and then Prince, you know, says, "Should we ask the moonlight on your face or the raindrops in your hair, 
or should we ask the man who wrote it there in the morning papers? And he kind of like, he kind of redoes the line so it has a slightly different cadence. Uh, and then he says, somebody help me sing it now. And then this is where we get the kind of the concert crowd singing la, 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 la over and over again. Um, you know, and, you know, that's kind of how the, the song kind of keeps going with these these la, la, la's. Um, you know, and there's a there's a another kind of guitar solo in there, uh, and there's a you know there's a kind of lot of you know um, horns in there as well, and uh, you know it finishes kind of with Prince saying okay, um, as we get the horns kind of like fading out, um, and you know it's really weird because the kind of the song the co- song starts with Prince kind of breathlessly singing, and then it just finishes with this kind of you know horn fade out, um, and then. Um, you know, on on the album at least, we we kind of immediately um, go into the max. Um, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, is an interesting track to follow this. Um, but yeah, um, you know, it was released as a single. Oddly enough, this doesn't even really feel like a single to me. This is the kind of weird thing is like it feels so much like an album track, particularly if it's going to be part of you know, the narrative that's that's meant to be there yeah, in the, the album. Story. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like you could have it as a single and, and it would make any sense. Um, you know, and it was released on the first of March over here and on the third of April in, in America. So I don't know why they waited a month to release it in America. Yeah. Um and over here, you know, it didn't even get into our top forty and, and on the Billboard Hot One Hundred it kind of only got to number forty four. Uh, yeah. In fact, it only spent three weeks on the chart over here. So by the time it was released in America, it had already gone off the chart over here. Oh wow! Um, and unusually, the B sides, well, one was uh, "Love to the Nines, uh, which obviously you know is another track that's on symbol. Uh, but "Live for Love," the uh, the final track from Dimes and Pearls, was a B side. <laughs> Yeah. which you know i love live for love you know that's a great track but it just feels really weird to stick it as a b-side <laughs> i mean i don't know uh but my favorite thing about the kind of the whole single release is the fact that prince had this kind of like tartan and the design is like a picture of prince wearing this kind of like tartan top against a background of tartan oh um, yeah it was you know yeah prince, with his chest it's open. funny because it's yeah he has his chest and he's got his little chains on and it and it says prince but then underneath it says and the new power generation kind of almost illegible against the tartan uh but i mean it's really weird because you know even though we, you know the band are there this really does feel like you know it does feel like prince kind of more than prince and the new power generation like you know you have the horns but um other than some really solid kind of drumming from michael b i don't feel like you get the rest of the band um, you know, because you get a lot of kind of Prince doing guitar solos. Yeah, you know, it's like two different guitar solos in this in this four minute song. Um, so it does kind of really feel a lot more like this, the hot, the whole thing is kind of like about Prince um, than it is Prince in the New Power Generation. Uh, you know, which at this particular time, you know, I would say that you know, particularly um, you know, Diamonds and Pearls, uh, you get the feeling of the being a band. Um, and this is kind of one of the few songs where you don't get that feeling. But yeah, uh, I can you see know, that. and the video, the video for it's quite fun because it opens up with the first two lines as like a sub headline on a newspaper. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he realized. And so kind of Im- impractical as 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 like a as like a headline. Uh, that it just kind of it just amuses me because it's like the whole you know he realized that she was new to love naive in every way and it's like that's like kind of like the whole headline of like this paper yeah the morning edition <laughs> of the paper unusually i think you've got um on guitar you've got like um 
um, Tony M playing like rhythm guitar for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, in some tight leather pants. Um, uh, but you, but as with all these, all the videos for this album, you have like Michael B kind of solidly drumming behind Prince as he is pretty much in the entire, like every single video for kind of, uh, you know, what was the, the kind of sacrifice of Victor um, is, is the name of the video that, you know, all these come from. And, you know, Michael B is always like a really kind of he's always a presence because he's just always behind the kit uh, with his very distinctive hat on. Yeah. Um, and just kind of always drumming along. And it, and it just it always kind of makes me laugh a little bit. But this is another case of like in this video, Prince, you know, he also kind of goes from the piano to climbing up and playing yeah. the guitar solo on top of the piano again. Uh, so to speak on the piano, I always thought it was really weird. It's like a projection of like the newspaper is on his face when he's on the piano. Yeah. Um, might just be going crazy but i was like is, is that just the projection of the newspaper i just started pausing and going random clips and i was like it has to be that, that <laughs> yeah. newspaper yeah it is yeah it's it's project it's projected onto prince uh, the, the kind of the piano that he's sitting behind is uh similar to the one that was on the love sexy tour in that it's essentially a keyboard it's not really a piano it's a keyboard with a special piano case that was reinforced so that prince could dance on top of it um so there's like it's like a steel reinforced lid um so that's that's i guess that's why prince is using it here and he's co- like constantly getting on top of it and dancing yeah um, you know there's there's a kind of fun little glimpses of the band you know you have uh tommy barbarella kind of you know rocking out behind a keyboard um and prince gets joined by a saxophonist uh, on top of the piano <laughs> yeah um you Before know his, um, uh, stage you know, dive at the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so you know it's a it's a fun video uh, but like I said, it doesn't make any sense as a single. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. And obviously, it didn't chart. It didn't sell. So I feel like people kind of realized it didn't really make that much sense. But when you get to the, you know, it's worth saying as well, this is performed with a crowd around the piano. And when it gets to the la-la-las, they all start kind of swinging their hands in the air. And there's some kind of like fireworks going off behind the uh, the horn section. And so, you know, like everyone's kind of joining in as Prince is kind of doing this solo on top of the piano with the kind of sing-along at the end. Um, so you know it's a fun it's a fun video if only because uh, you know it's just kind of like showing Prince in front of this kind of like hand invited crowd you know in Paisley Park just doing this kind of performance Uh, and I love of course that you know once those fireworks have gone off um, by the end in the background where the horns are it's really really kind of like foggy and you can't really yeah. see stuff back there. So it's kind of like you've had the, these fireworks go off in this kind of enclosed space and have, have ended up kind of fogging up the background a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I love I love the kind of the first iteration of the new power generation. Yeah. Uh, and so I, lo- I love any videos that have them in, um, you know, Michael B, you know, Tommy Barbarella. Uh, the Game Boys. These are these are kind of you know. This is when I got into Prince, and so th- this is kind of my band more so than even the Revolution. And I yeah. admire the Revolution, but you know this version of the MPG is the one that I really like. Um, and Prince, of course, he finishes the video by kind of like stage diving and using that as an excuse to kind of take some clothes off as he gets back up onto the piano. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like a real fun end to that video. It is definitely a cool video. And then they have the little intertwined, like just Prince hanging out with the girl or taking their morning paper walk or whatever, like just in between the video, getting the little thing. When in. he says carousel, you see a carousel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's uh, kind of like it's one of those things that Prince likes to do sometimes in video, just doing like yeah. a literal video, basically. Yeah, and then it, um, speaking of that, like almost in at least I remember the Emancipation album. It seemed like anytime he'd mention something, there'd be like a sound or or something. Like I remember he mentioned a clock in one track, and then like 
there's a clock clicking and then he mentions like the morning or something and then a rooster crows so yeah <laughs> it's he did get he a bit sound gets a little happy. bit sound effect crazy yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but i mean yeah so you know it's a fun video and and i enjoy the song but i don't yes. think i can go any higher than a four out of five for this you know yeah um i definitely say um four out of five also and i highly recommend one of my favorite prince like performances is Prince doing the morning papers on the Arsenio Hall show. And um, yeah. Prince with the MPG dropped a few, like, I'd say pretty iconic performances on the Arsenio Hall show. Like, I think the year before, he did, like, Kiss, and he had this whole big, like, dance number with the the Game Boys. Where they all just started, like, doing this, like, crazy dance thing on the Arsenio <laughs> Hall. And it's, it's fun. I, I enjoy Prince doing choreographed... <laughs> group dancing i and that's something that you know that this, this group kind of bring more than revolution is he has his little set of dancers who kind of all yeah join in with whatever he's doing yeah um you know like uh so i i was gonna say i, I you know obviously i i feel like it goes without saying but i couldn't find any covers of this and this is one of those songs that prince kind of performed for the you know the tour that accompanied the album and then he kind of dropped it um which i could understand because obviously if this is something he wrote about maite you know once they separated yeah, you know, it's you wouldn't. Why would you sing, you know, this song that was, you know, intended to be about Maite after you split up with her? You know, it just it just feels like, you know, something that he would kind of not want to revisit, really. Um, so, um, you know, uh, I don't think there's anything else we can say about the morning papers. Uh, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Alec? AlecRaina98 is my Twitter handle. Feel free to um, message me about Prince, add me. We can talk about whatever. I'm. I'm down to talk about Prince and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a huge Prince fan and I'm like so happy that I get to do these um, podcasts because I don't have a lot of people to geek out about Prince with. So thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track um, or on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Alex. Oh yeah, no problem at all. Happy to do it. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>